Welcome to the Menstruality Podcast, where we share inspiring conversations about the power of menstrual cycle awareness and conscious menopause. This podcast is brought to you by Red School, where we're training the menstruality leaders of the future. I'm your host, Sophie Jane Hardy, and I'll be joined often by Red School's founders, Alexandra and Shani, as well as an inspiring group of pioneers, activists, changemakers, and creatives to explore how you can unashamedly claim the power of the menstrual cycle to activate your unique form of leadership for yourself, your community, and the world. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm amazed that we've now had over 50,000 downloads of this podcast. It's so exciting. And I would love to hear from you if there's someone you would love me to chat with, if there's a topic you'd love to hear about, you can always email me at sophie at redschool.net. Now, the conversation we're having today is one that I've been longing to have for a good long time now. We're talking about a much misunderstood and underexplored part of the body, which is the cervix. Olivia Bryant, who's my guest today, is the founder of Self Cervix, love that name, which is an organization dedicated to revolutionizing the way the cervix is viewed by the medical profession, by science, and by sex educators. She says, as a sexologist and sex nerd, I know the cervix to be a powerful place of pleasure. For us, cervical orgasm is a thing worth exploring, just like Mars is for NASA. (laughs) So in the conversation, we look at the spectrum of cervical awakening, which goes from healing trauma to enhancing pleasure to cultivating more loving states of consciousness. We look at how the cervix is the only organ in the body that connects to three major nerves and is how it's actually wired for pleasure. And we look at the connection between cervical orgasms and our capacity to relax into our naturalness or as at Red School we might call our wild power. So let's get started with the inimitable Olivia Bryant. Welcome, Olivia, to the Menstruality Podcast. I'm really, really excited about this conversation. You can probably see I'm like a four-year-old before Christmas. (laughs) Just (laughs) really looking forward to this. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to start by asking what, where did this all begin for you? You know, you're someone who is passionately wanting to awaken the cervixes of the world. (laughs) Yeah. How does that kind of journey, tremendous journey begin? Yeah, I would never, ever imagined that this would be my journey. I'd never set out to be like, this will be my path. I am going to make sure everybody is cervically orgasmic and everybody knows that their cervix is pleasurable. I never, ever. It was one of those things that kind of found me. Like, it. I think this is like, I have this beautiful relationship with my work that it kind of like, I feel it sometimes like it's like this entity and it kind of was like found me and it was like, oh, hi you can do this, you know? And, um, because honestly, when I started this work, I was very uptight and very sort of 
um, frustrated in my sexual sexual journey. I was I was trained in um, sex coaching and sexology, so I was uh, on the path um, from quite a young age when I realized I was very shy and filled with shame, um, and I could never really unblock myself orgasmically. And so even though I was working in the profession, I just chose like, okay, well, maybe my path is just to help with shame. And then after a while, I was like, oh, my God, that is just like the biggest mountain. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if I'll ever be able to conquer that one. And I actually kind of decided I didn't want to do it anymore. I quit because, you know, it's a very it's a very big topic and it, it, it it's a big, very big space to hold. And. You have. I feel in myself that I have to keep finding, finding the the this the bigness in me to hold this space, right? And at that time, you know, I was much younger and I didn't I didn't have it. Like I think this, you know, when you're starting to work deeply inside of yourself and deeply inwardly, it's it's quite a mature path. And I didn't have it, so I quit. But um, just just by sheer beautiful like synchronicity and divine like in an intervention um i went for a, a internal bodywork session um because i had a lot of pelvic pain at the time i was just coming out of a, a really challenging relationship and you know i'm sure your listeners know that your body talks and my body had been shutting down and giving me signals for many months uh and finally i i left this relationship but oh my my pelvis was just like literally closed for business and that was around the time where I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not made for this path. And then I went for this um, this bodywork session, and that was when I discovered that my cervix was numb because the bodyworker was basically telling me, I've got my finger on your cervix, and I was like, I can't feel anything. And you know, because of my research, and you know, I was sort of romantically dreaming of these, you know mystical orgasmic spiritual divine experiences that i'd read about i'd read that the cervix was actually very sensitive and 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 had many nerves and in fact has the most neural pathways to the brain out of anything inside of our pelvis which is profound and makes sense since it's a birthing like it's the birthing canal um uh so it's got to be intelligent right um and yet mine was numb and the the mainstream understanding is that, you know, the cervix, that's just how it is. And you'll hear doctors, scientists, sex therapists kind of saying, oh, you know, you know, you know, if you're if you feel uncomfortable at your cervix, that's just normal. That's that's kind of how it's how it is. And it's like it cannot be how it is. Like it A, it there are a lot of nerves there. B, if you've, you know, Anything that is hurting in your body, anything that is in pain, that is not how it's meant to be. I truly believe we're at our at our highest level, at our most elevated blissful potential. We are we are bliss based beings, but you know the trauma of life and the limitations of being human, which is very kind of necessary in this human form, means that we have some pain whether it's emotional pain or physical pain, but that doesn't necessarily make it normal. <laughs> you know, it, it, it makes it common, but it doesn't make it normal. So when I started on the work, I, I discovered, yeah, I just basically started working with my cervix to try to bring some sensation because I thought, well, 
if I'm not, I'm not very orgasmic, number one, and I've got this very numb, like place inside of me that is actually supposed to be quite orgasmic. So that makes sense that I'm not very orgasmic because there's a whole part of me that's completely numb, cannot even feel. And I'd had like a, you know, a, a leap procedure, or you might call it let's loop procedure where they, um, you know, when you, when you've had like a cervical dysplasia and they have to sort of cut a part of your cervix, it's very brutal. So I'd had, I'd had all that done. So a lot, there's like so many people have had that done to their cervixes. Um, so, um, so yeah, so I went about a process of trying to, you know, bring some sensation back and did all, all this research and met amazing people and, you know, really started to be like, okay, I think we can bring this back to life. Like we can reconnect this neural pathway. We can teach the cervix that it can feel like, you know, we can, you know, if we, we can love it into being open again, we can, we can, we can help this part of our body uh, feel safe, you know, like this tissue, like it's safe to relax. It's safe to feel you can let down your guard is the kind of mantra that I would speak to my cervix and yeah it was a a years long journey and I think that this is important to know that like what we're talking about here you know it's you know and you it's a spiritual awakening experience on one end at the at this one end it's like the, the, the this incredibly blissful like awakening to your oneness with everything and it's also like this incredibly beautiful, orgasmic, rolling, pleasurable experience. Or it's also just like, oh, there's more body and fullness to my sexual experience now because I can feel my cervix and I'm including it consciously in my sexual practice. So there's like a whole spectrum of cervical awakening and it's all good, but it all might take time because everybody comes to this work with different circumstances different bodies different like capacity to hold sensation to hold energy to hold focus so 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 it's it took me some years to develop the capacity to create these states inside of myself um and yeah and 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 I also want to say that there's so much more to the work than just the the goal of the the orgasm for me actually because when i entered this work i was not i wasn't having cervical orgasms people in the community were and i was like holy shit how do i like i'm kind of <laughs> eating this what do i do and i just realized like you know there are many ways to look at this and one of them is like oh, if you can do it so can i if this is your experience like like you're you're not kind of more special than me or you or you know so if you can do it maybe I can so I'd always hold them in my space of possibility like we're all one woman we're all one person with a cervix like awakening and I was like oh, look at the spectrum that's possible you know so that was one way and then you know oh gosh I don't know I just I just had to really realize that there was a story unfolding in this not just about the cervix but about the self which is beautifully kind of um entwined in the name which also I didn't really mean it just kind of happened that way that when you work with the cervix you're really working on yourself because you're working on all the ways you might have you know held 
um, crossed your own boundaries, you know, you might have um, compromised and not spoken up, uh, had other people touch you in ways that you, you didn't want to be touched, you know, um, the many things that happened to the cervix um, that we might have previously been unconscious of or unaware of start to come to the surface. So it's it's as deep as you want it to be. What I'm really present to as you're speaking, well, is firstly, I just kind of want to say thank you to your cervix because <laughs> it feels like your your amazing cervix has led you. Like you said, um, your work is like a like an entity that found you. I just find it so mystical that your cervix has been guiding you to this work. And now I don't know how many thousands of people have benefited from this and how many more like thousands or millions in your lifetime. It's really beautiful. And the other thing I'm feeling into is just the, the stories of the cervixes in our world and what they hold. And I have a long history with my cervix which started when I was 18 and a boyfriend slept with many other people and brought back chlamydia and gonorrhea to me at the age of 18. Didn't tell me. I went to the doctor because I had Mm -hmm. symptoms or he had symptoms and the doctor told me what had happened. And it was a time of like huge pain and shame, you know, talk about shame. It was just, I I felt tainted. I felt like damaged goods. It was very painful. It led to a whole bumpy journey with sex in my life. But what happened when they were examining me was the person was looking, you know, had the speculum, what's it called? Speculum. Speculum speculum in and was looking down my vagina and just went, oh. And I was like, that is not the sound you want to hear when someone's looking down your vagina. She said, I'm just going to go and get a colleague. And so she went to get a colleague and before I knew it, there were several people looking oh. at, at my cervix because, and they were, they were really loving actually, you know how, yeah, like when an examination of the cervix is done with love, mm. it changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah. So there was, they were real, they were tender and loving, so it didn't feel traumatic, but there was a cyst on my cervix basically. And they'd never seen it like that before. And I'm quite grateful to that cyst because it, Meant it means that through my life I've const I've always touched my cervix because I check in with the cyst. It changes throughout the cycle month. I check in with how it is and is it growing? Because there was a little bit of concern, like would it um could that be why I because I experienced infertility for a long time, could that be why? And I don't think it was. But it has led to this relationship with my cervix, which I'm grateful for because I think it's quite rare. You know, I don't think that many people even look at their vulvas and vaginas, let alone sort of touch and explore. And I guess I'm just sharing this to say that like, you know, don't, doesn't every cervix have a story, you know, often involving pain and challenge, you know? That's right. I was about to say that reflecting back, I was like, yeah. And most of our stories are like, you know, I had this terrible ID insertion. I, I, passed out I had my cervix removed I had a hysterectomy I have HPV on my cervix like it's like you know I had you know my my cervix didn't open for birth you know like this it's generally these kind of stories I mean when have you ever heard someone saying oh I felt this 
beautiful sensation in my cervix today when I was like listening to this person talk or whatever it was, you know, like, or I had this incredible experience while making love. And, you know, like I just felt my cervix pulsing. Like you don't really hear that so much, you know, you don't really hear the positive reflections of the cervix. So let's go there. Yeah, I mean, I was just actually thinking that would be a very cool thing to put out to a community and just be like, tell me about all the good things about your cervix. Yes, I might do that when we put this podcast out. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go there because you, you've already mentioned that the, the cervix is the only organ in the body that connects to three nerves and that go to the brain. What does this mean? What does this mean for us and for our pleasure? Yeah, well, I mean, so the three the three sets of paired nerves, so two of them go through the spine and one of them, which is the very important vagus nerve, goes bypasses the spine straight to the brain. And so, you know, the vagus nerve is just completely the um the 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 the, the, the this compassionate sensitive nerve that's in charge of your nervous system regulation like you know, is it time to, is it time to fight, you know, go over there? Is it time to relax? Okay. You can, and it's connected at the base to the, the dorsal end. So that is the oldest part of our vagus nerve, which for me, I make this up. This is not proven, but this is the nerve that you will see a, like, you know, it's very primitive, like a mouse playing dead when it's, you know, being chased by a cat. So it's like your freeze mechanism. So I've heard so many people say, you know, I'm just shut down. I'm frozen. My set, you know, sex, I'm just frozen. You know, say I just can't open. I don't feel like we're all kind of so hyped up and stressed. It's like kind of like sexual freeze happens. So I'm curious about whether, you know, the, that, 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 um, that function of the vagus nerve is impacting that. So the other thing that's, interesting about the vagus nerve that freeze place on the safe side becomes very very deep surrender it becomes very very deep like rest and relaxation right it's so deep and like i'm just going to sleep you know kind of that kind of feeling to it so 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 that is the place that we want to go to in the nervous system you know we want this beautiful dance and this balance between the 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 sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system but we are more um, what parasympathetic dominant, which means we are more uh, interested in cultivating relaxation during our lovemaking than that kind of like horny, exciting. Like <laughs> you can have that, but it's great if you can just then start to drop down and start to relax into your pleasure more rather than, you know, um, going for when you go for a a typical climax, usually you're, you're more leaning towards the sympathetic side of your nervous system. That's like, you know, it's kind of like very activated. So, so the dance moves a little bit more to the, to the relaxing side as you learn to kind of, you know, um, you know, deeply sort of rest into your desire. So that's really, really important and, and is linked into the vagus nerve. I mean, the other part of it is like, not only do you have these three sets of paired nerves, but you have a very sensitive surface. So like there is so much information and energy traveling from the cervix to the brain. It moves upwards. 
the signals move upwards. It's called afferent signals. So what is happening at the cervix is being communicated to heart, to brain, you know? And so it's like super important. Like if you're not, if you're having sex that isn't feeling good, if you're going along with what's happening because you don't want to upset the status quo and it would just, you know, hurry up and make this be over, like that kind of, you know, you know, sex, then, you know, it's like imagine that the signal's going to the heart and to the brain. It's like shut down, shut down, shut down, which which on one hand is really important. You know, I don't really want to go into trauma and abuse, but you can just see how like the shutdown mechanism is used is, is a protective mechanism, but just like, let's just say really ordinary, not great sex, <laughs> really ordinary, not great sex. So you're just like, mm, and you know, when you're having not great sex, which we probably all have, <laughs> I hope I'm not alone. In no, I'm here. I've got my hand up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're having pretty not great sex. You're not, you're not present to all of the beautiful feelings of sensation and like you're not like dropping into relaxation you're kind of like in your head going oh this is really uncomfortable oh god this is not working or when am I gonna get there or is that are they enjoying it am I enjoying it like what is going on you know so that is going to cause because of how much information and energy is traveling from the cervix it's not helping <laughs> as you know, do you know what I mean? So, 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 so important part, you know, how I said so much of this is about the self. It's like, that's why we have to look at like, how do I create the conditions that are great for me, for you, like in this container of lovemaking or self-pleasure, like what, what are the things that I need? And Am I courageous enough? Can I be vulnerable enough to speak up and ask for them in those in those shitty sexual moments? Can I just be like, hey, let's just pause. I feel like I'm disconnecting and then reconnect. Like so often we don't do that. We just we just go along with it, you know, because that's what our training is from very, very young age as babies. You know, so 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 it is to to to, to create these incredible, beautiful experiences during lovemaking you know we've heard this before you know speak up communicate da, da, da. but the but the reason is 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 more than just you know it's it's more than just functional it's literally about your nervous system you know it's like if you if you are feeling even just the slightest bit of unsafety and i mean when i say unsafety i don't mean i'm in danger i mean i'm just really I feel disconnected. I feel um, like uncomfortable. You know, for example, my partner, he's looking away all the time. And I'm like, I'm feeling really unnerved by that. It doesn't leave me feeling very like seen, very connected with, or my partner is shutting his eyes all the time. And I'm like, where are you? Hi. You know, it doesn't leave me feeling connected and, and, and I say safe. So, so it's all about the nervous system because the cervix is so, so responsive you know, it's like, it just calls us into a greater level of integrity around our communication and around, you know, meeting our needs, asking for our needs to be met, you know, communicating what, how, how, how is the other person in this as well? You know, it's not just all about me and my cervix though. I, <laughs> surprisingly, it's not just about me and my cervix. <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> 
So then if we are able to cultivate the conditions where our where we can be met in a way where safety exists, then what becomes possible in terms of this connection between the cervix and the heart and the brain? And I, I, I could I'll, I'd like to share from personal experience, because why not? Because I do that on the podcast all the time. <laughs> it helps, doesn't it? Just hear each other's stories and love to hear. I have had wonderfully orgasmic, cervically orgasmic sex. And the states, not of, not often, and especially not at the moment, because I've got a toddler and like trying to squeeze in sex is, and mm. even the, the idea of squeezing in sex, I just, I, it's very hard for me to open when I know there's only 15 minutes and, oh God, I, I'm, I'm totally confused about how to do this, but I know, I know I'll figure it out and my cervix will show me the way, <laughs> but I have been lucky to have cervical orgasmic sex and the state of consciousness during that and after that the calm the bliss the connection the the knowing the the, just the yesness of like oh this is what life can feel like this is what Mm -hmm. surely this is what life is is supposed to be and it's I I think there was a sort of resonance between me and the natural world in those moments of see this is how everything is existing in -hmm. this kind of settled endlessly creative state Mm -hmm. so beautiful I mean can we speak about the potential of this yeah I mean there's so many layers to what you're saying I mean yeah like where do I even begin um the 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 incredible piece of this when you said like this is how what life could be about like I think that this is what is happening really the purpose of the profound uh, I, I say force, but it's like the the strength or the the the, the magnitude of this energy that is um, that is uh, stimulated from the cervix, catalyzed from the cervix. For me, it's like this. It's like this cleansing energy. It just it like it's literally feels like it's like like lifting my vibration up because it you cannot have this experience and be kind of depressed and like feeling you can't you know you can't it requires you to be like enamored in some way you know like feeling kind of like ah like through the heart as well so you're kind of like lifting 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 right and 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 I'm and I'm playing with the idea right now that this energy this energy that you're tapping into it is the abundant abundant energy of life it is the same if we can tap into this and open through this field this is kind of the portal for manifestation this is how we bring things into reality when we start like channeling this energy and moving in a lot if you're also working on your emotional state as well um, because, you know, I started having these experiences, these beautiful cervical orgasms and incredible, um, do you want me to share about that? Oh, no, I definitely don't <laughs> want to hear about that. I mean, I, I guess I, I wanted to say upfront that it's different for everyone. And I think yeah. it's different because we all experience life differently. Some people are more, you know, kinesthetic. Some people are very visual. Some people are very emotional, you know, so I want to like put a caveat don't try to 
get something that you've heard something someone else have like yeah. like just let it open and show you what your unique experience is of it like I think we can I used to do this a lot like okay so I'm supposed to feel this and it's like you can't because yeah. you're not present so I just want to lay that down um so for me it's like um oh how do I I remember the first time it happened <laughs> um I thought I was an alien. <laughs> I thought my partner was an alien. And I was like, oh, what even are we? Are we humans? <laughs> what is this? What are we on this information? What are we supposed to do with this information? You know, like it was like otherworldly, like just crossing through a portal into a different dimension where like I was you know, like I became light. We became light together and, and just completely redefined what lovemaking is to me, what sex is to me, yeah. completely put it into an entirely new realm of experience. Like, huh? Oh my God. Okay. So this is lovemaking. Like, wow. We're making love to each other and we're making love with the divine and we're connected to the whole and the everything. We become the everything together. And it's like, oh, it's like, wow. So, um, so, so that was my experience. So, so, I mean, imagine if more of us are redefining like, like, and I, I also want to say there are so many stages, like I said at the beginning. So, like, for me, it's like celebrate every single, like, piece of pleasure, like every, like, a little opening and awakening. And it's all with your mind in the beginning. You know, you're like, oh, you know, I'm just going to choose that all of this pleasure is actually little orgasms running through my body. You know, like, I'm, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm, I'm orgasmic right now, you know, and, and, and so be it. You know, it, it's very much about like, like word faking it when it comes to sex is so weird, but like, it is like faking it till you make it because you, you, you're trying on, like, this is happening to me. This is, and I'm finding evidence of it rather than, which I hear a lot. I'm not feeling anything, but I'm not feeling anything, but I'm still numb, but I've got this, but you know, but, but, you know, I haven't had an orgasm yet. And I'm like, well, what has happened? What are you feeling? you know, like focus there, like where is the pleasure? The more you focus on that, the, the bigger it grows, right? Right. That's a universal principle. Um, so I think the potential when we all start waking this energy up and we're, we're working on our well-being, because I think that's where I was going to go with the story is um, I had this incredible, incredibly deep experience with this person who was just an inappropriate long-term partner and we had to leave the relationship and it was deeply fucking painful like very 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 heartbreaking took me a long time to get over and you know I couldn't really hold that frequency you know I just really couldn't hold it I just I was in deep grief for a long 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 time and mm. and, and you know then it brought, it brought up a whole nother layer of healing and you know so now 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 things are different <laughs> now there's like okay so now we've got this energy flowing and and I'm working on my well-being and and like actual my emotional state like you know I'm feeling better than I ever have in I I don't think I remember feeling this good and I and all the synchronicities that are that are happening are amazing and you know the creative flow um you know is amazing like especially after this experience with this person like I think 
that was when my the portal opened into this creative like into this relationship with this this spirit of self-cervix where I felt like I was literally I'd run up into my room every night and and like close the door and like listen and then I'd get all the information that I needed it was this like profound experience of receiving and this is what this is this is like you are expanding your capacity to receive creativity insight money all of it it's all part of this funnel of energy that we are like the 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 narrow end of a funnel and like we're we're narrow end of the funnel to everything and even if if you don't if you don't wake if you don't have a cervical orgasm you can still be the narrow end of the funnel for everything as long as you're working on your emotional elevation like there are many ways we can experience our connection to the divine right so like that's really important as well so like that's what i think the potential is of all of this like it's it's i think we're evolving and right now humanity is doing well at least in privileged places we're doing a lot of trauma healing you know we're really trying to wake up and look at the past and and move on and heal the wounds of the past so that we can start to move into a, a different dimension and way of being and i think like this is where i'm like i feel like sometimes like this is just like the the the, the just starting you know and it's like at some point maybe 200 300 400 i don't know how many hundred years maybe maybe not maybe 50 years i don't know maybe this will will be in a place where we have more access to this because there'll be more mothers who are birthing children who have more empowered relationship to their sexuality it's happening now that's happening now right and 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 more awakened parents at least in some places who are, you know, doing the best job they can with all the information there is about parenting, you know, to, to, to help bring an empowered little child, children into the world that love themselves. Yeah. I often ask myself, what are the, what are going to be the key turners that allow humanity to continue living on earth basically, you know, cause uh-huh. I, I've come from an environmental acti- activist background I worked for an organization called Tree Sisters, where we paired consciousness change with um, reforestation. And when I hear you speak, I just think, wow, imagine a world where people are supported to open up, soften, relax, heal trauma and and become these funnels. You know, could that not be a big key turner in us finding the solutions of how we actually live in balance on our earth you know that the cervix is a gateway for life literally you know babies pass through the cervix when they're born I mean my baby didn't my baby came through the sunroof but that's a a whole other story but it's it's the gateway and and, you know it feels like what you're pointing to is is it not could the cervix not be the gateway for so much more that's that's what's so profound about it I call it the cervix of two sides I just see it as like this we're manifesting I'm still trying to find what is it like that we're doing we're, I know we're birthing we're manifesting and I know we're orgasming but there's something else that we're doing it's like maybe we're receiving we're oh, I don't know I'm trying to find it we're um, sending going to pause this epic conversation for a moment to share some resources so firstly if you're loving exploring the power the intelligence of your cervix we really recommend olivia's website selfcervix.com where they have all kinds of resources to 
support you, uh, whether you're at the beginning of this journey or to keep deepening your experience. Also, menstrual cycle awareness and the practice of conscious menopause are such a powerful ally in this work. So if you're still in your menstrual cycling years, we recommend you explore our Love Your Cycle program, which is at redschool.net forward slash love. And if you are in perimenopause or heading into your menopause years, then we want to warmly welcome you to our Wise Power Retreat, which is coming up on October 11th to the 18th. And you can find out all about it at wisepowerretreat.com. Okay, let's get back to this mind-blowing conversation with the amazing Olivia Bryant. And you're you're in a real quest with this at the moment, aren't you? I was just sort of look, reading through your social media, and you speak about you're speaking a lot about really beautiful things like how to be in the void, and yeah. what our cervixes teach us about being in the void, which also in our work at Red School, we talk a lot about this because there's a void before the bleed and the menopause process contains voids of different kinds. And these voids teach us so much about how to be with the voids in our lives, the, the grief, the illnesses, the fallow times. But you've been doing some beautiful speaking about how you're in a kind of void with this work that you can feel that something new is coming through and you're hinting at it and it's exciting. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's, I've never been in this place before with this work. It's very, very interesting. And I think it has to do with what I'm speaking about. Like I have done so much work over seven years in the, the, the healing of us, the healing of me for you, for all of us, like healing us, like bringing through teachings that are going to help us awaken. And, and now I feel like, okay, so, you know, first of all, I think it's good to say like everything that I have taught. I have had to learn and understand and walk this path for myself, right? So after after a few years, then you're repeating it and repeating it. And now I feel like in my personal evolution, I feel like I'm moving into the next phase. Okay. So this is all of like this is this is layer one. And it's and it is, it's it's amazing. And I was different then. And now I'm changing, I am transforming. And I'm still trying to find this this new frequency that I'm that is that is coming through. But it is about ex- literally expanding to receive everything. Like this is this is the this is the this is what I'm calling in, which is which is like we are expanding to receive everything, whether it's in orgasm or whether it's in you know our capacity to be in connection with life, or whether it's you know, prosperity or whether it's love, it's like we are kind of ultimately all in a journey of learning how to become like like in connection with and receivers of um the 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 the, the divine, I guess. I don't I don't I just, like I said, I'm still so hard to, to find, find words. Yeah. I'm trying to find it at the moment, but I just know like I'm moving from you know, from, from here, now I'm into full on deep, like, okay, I'm out of that phase in my life, which was a lot of like learning through hardship. Actually, if I, if I'm truly honest, it was like learning through pain, like the pain and numbness of my cervix, the many relationships I had to go through in order to understand this more and more, because every partner that I was with opened a little gate to it a little bit more and a little bit more. And then till my last partner where I had these extremely beautiful, like, wow, experiences 
now that's done and I understand how it works. Okay, so now I've got that piece of the teaching. Now the next piece is now I'm in full creation mode. Like now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done from creating from hardship. Now I'm like creating from like excitement and love for like, like I'm creating from expansion is, is probably the best way to put it. And, and what I'm trying to do right now is, is, is incubate, I'm incubating a whole lot of conversations inside of myself that, you know, have to do with like, even, even beyond the cervix, it's like, like leadership and, 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 you know, the, the wounded healer paradigm of, of not being able to receive, like, you know, feeling deep guilt around, you know, around charging, um, you know, all of these mm-hmm. things, these old paradigms that I'm, I'm feeling like this is all connected to this, to, to cervical orgasm and this energy, this sexual energetics, it's all connected. Like, so that's where I'm at. And so it's a very strange place for me to be because I'm usually initiating and working. And at the moment, I'm just like taking this pause, you know, just taking a pause and sitting in the void. And it was uncomfortable for a while. And now I'm finding it deeply relaxing and I'm not actually feeling any kind of pressure to create before I'm ready and follow any like, like, you know, like (sighs) models of being in business that feel to me like I'm pushing beyond my limit or I'm, you know, like trying to keep visible or you know, fighting for a voice in this big noisy world of social media. I really don't care. Like I I truly believe that our magnetic resonance speaks more than whether I've written, you know, a couple of Instagram posts. It's like, if you have one contact with me and and it's meaningful, then I trust that you'll be back when you want to, you know what I mean? That's, that's the place where I'm sitting at and that's the new frequency. It's like, we don't, it, it, you know, we don't have to push so hard. We, we, we can just, it has always been about this with cervical orgasm. It's like, how do we rest in our naturalness more? Because this is actually letting go and it's letting go of story and it's letting go of your identities and it's letting go of your limitations and it's becoming the everything, right? It's like, who are you when you're not like your identity self? Who are you? you're completely released of all of it and you're just a free flowing stream of energy. That's, that's what you are. Mm. It's so, it's so beautiful to, to track you right now because one of the core facets of our work at Red School is how connection to the menstrual cycle and to the menopause process allows us to come closer to our calling and to our unique genius. And one is one of my passions in life is just supporting people to to follow their callings because I really genuinely believe that the more the more of us that are supported to do that again the more of us can find the information and that's needed to to create the change in our world and to watch you right now like having created this amazing body of work to watch you be in this really intimate process of listening to to your calling and your genius and where it's taking you now and to see your courage it's it's very beautiful to see your willingness and your courage to stay in the unknown with it which is yeah. very it I mean I don't want to say it's hard because because you're you're saying you don't want to learn through hardship anymore but it's a challenge to be with that 
uncertainty. This is the interesting thing. Where I'm at now in my life is I'm not finding it hard at all. And I used to, I used to, I used to be like, where's, where's the Akashic reader? Where's the tarot cards? Like, where's the astrology? What's going on? Because, you know, when you're running your own business, it's like, sometimes it's like, where am I in time and space? Like, what's going on? But now, like, I think this is where this is. Okay. So here's another big, big piece of this, which is, which is where, you know, there's two streams. There's a cervical awakening stream and there's the self stream and the self stream lands in sovereignty. And when you're fully sovereign, you're just like completely free and you're completely, my, my heart just feels like somebody else having this great conversation with someone in a support call and and they were like very scared and saying I should go on a date I should and I was why I was like why should you just because you know people say like what is it like to just get into like the best relationship between you and you and then you it doesn't matter like whether you're in relationship with someone or whether you're on your own you're just like this expanded radiant light and so you decide like from joy oh yeah I want to connect with someone or you just stay in your light and like I said I don't even notice that I'm on my own I don't even notice I don't even notice I feel that released from like from you know all my stuff's in storage right now I I, I'm just released from pretty much everything and like this is mm. i think the, the 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 stream of the self is to, towards sovereignty which is a state of living on like it's i suppose interdependence you know it's like i'm with you and and i'm i'm great on my own you know i i i love being with people but i also love being on my own and i'm not in a state of need i'm not in a state of needing to know i'm not in a state of needing needing loves people I'm not even in a state of needing sex to be quite honest I'm just like this in this full state so we'll see we'll see I was like you to myself hmm, I wonder how long this will last it's fun uh, yeah where am I going next <laughs> well I mean I believe in like the you can't always stay up right it's always like you know it's movement yeah yeah it's beautiful to witness you in this moment right now. And it's a powerful testimony to the depth of the of this work, of the self-cervix work and what becomes possible when we actually yeah. work with our cervixes to perhaps awaken what or remember their their function in our in our beings. Ultimately it's just remember the self. Remember the self. I I'd love to ask you for someone listening who is feeling in a numb place right yeah. now. What are the what are some beginning practices? Or you know, like I I ebb and flow. I find myself like right now. I feel very alive with you in this conversation. Yeah. You know, my I can I can feel my cervix in, yeah, like yeah. throbbing. Because, yeah, nice. you know, I'm turned on. I'm turned on in that kind yeah, of vocational yeah, yeah. orgasm way. Like this yeah, is yeah, 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 my yeah. favorite kind of conversation to have. But there are obviously times throughout my day in my life when, you know, I I, I feel shut down. I, I get activated or triggered by something, and so it, either in those moments or for someone who is feeling just a numbness and a shutdown because of whatever circumstances they felt, what are some beginning ways to sort of start to cultivate this relationship and, and awaken the cervix? Well, I think the first thing is is 
can you be in the void with with trust and faith because it can be very easy to be in the void because I'll call this a void you know when you're feeling like numb it's literally like this emptiness it's like I don't feel I don't feel and it's like you might want to reach for the biggest vibrator that you can just to feel something you know like just see if you can hold space for yourself with like deep compassion and acceptance knowing it's temporary putting trust in the temporariness of the void and then I would say you know um there, there, it depends. Everybody's different. Like it depends what you want. Like if you are feeling shut down, that like you can't even go into your own body, then don't make yourself do anything that you don't want to do. Like poss- possibly it's not the time we've got to listen. So, you know, a lot of people just, just enjoy, you know, working first of all in an area that feels more safe, like breasts and, you know, like just really starting to awaken that area of the body and see what they can feel there or vulva there are there are places that you can touch into that don't necessarily require a lot of your vulnerability and a, and a lot of your um you know capacity and i think what i think what people are afraid of often is like what if i touch inside and i can't feel anything and so i would just say well what if you know it's like don't what meaning are you making you know, what meaning are you making around the feeling and experience of numbness and realize it's, that's the story that's just adding more and more stress to the situation. There is no meaning around numbness. It's just where you are right now. And it's just meeting it with love and gently over time, you know, you know, if you are ready, stimulating it and being more conscious with it, you know, literally doing the work to to start waking up any kind of sensation and that that could mean you know it takes 10 minutes to even feel a tiny bit of resonance and the other thing to know is sometimes sensation at the cervix feels really different you might not feel much at the surface but over time and especially so you know if you can stimulate it for a period of you know five minutes you know I'm just acknowledging that it's not always easy for some people with body shapes and you know, anatomies and, you know, so I just want to say if you can, then the, 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 the sensation can be deeper. It can be like into the belly. It can, it can be something that is unlike what you might be looking for. So that's why you have to stay very open and inside every numbness, there is something there. It's like numbness is like a jacket that, that your, that your body, your skin is put on just to, you know, not feel. And so you're just with it and you're just, mm, just interested in inquiring what might be beneath the numbness. And it's interesting because when you put your mind in what might be beneath the numbness, your mind might go beneath the numbness, you know, and just start to give you a glimmer of it. So it's a process and, and it, you know, it requires accepting where you're at, being in the void with trust and, 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 and doing small practices to start to awaken pleasure, like learning even how to be with numbness as a sensation and experience is part of it. Learning how to be with emotion, emotions, you know, being with grief, being with rage, it's all part of it because it's all learning to expand your capacity to feel. If you are very used to using a vibrator, you have unwittingly probably trained yourself to feel 
um, your the nerve that connects to the clitoris moves, you know, the most peripheral nerve, you probably have a far more uh, trained pathway to that nerve than the ones to your internal world, to your cervix, to your vagina. And so uh, the it's it can be very challenging at the beginning of the journey because you're used to like a quick like zzz, and it's like Ooh, and it's sort of fun, but then you go inside, it's like boring as, and you're just like, this is never gonna get, I'm never gonna get anywhere, and and so you have to kind of believe, you have to kind of look at me and look at you and be like, okay, well if they can do it, so can I. It's just that I'm trained in a different way, and I just need to start training in a diff- another way. So I'm not a purist. A lot of people would say I do say I do say put your like I do say I'm a no to vibrators <laughs> like you've got your finger we don't need vibrators you know and it's just like I I didn't used to be I realized they had a part they had a very important part to play in my life which was to teach me how to have a clitoral orgasm but I also realized that over time it was doing me a disservice so I would recommend putting that away like or throwing it out better still and 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 include start including your internal uh, world with in your self pleasure more um, with your partner. Ask your partner to tell you when they're on your on their cervix with you know, like communicate and get more in touch with what's going on inside of you. So, so yeah, it's all about you know practicing a new way, even when it's boring, even when it's in the void, because I was in the void for a couple of years. <laughs> When I was trying to, you know, feel more after a year, it started, I started to get more sensation. Like for me, it was actually my whole internal environment. You know, I was pretty numb. Yeah. So there was a lot of what we call de-armoring to do, which is trigger pointing, pressure pointing, like, like stimulating the internal environment with, you know, you know different kinds of gentle movements and pressure and using my wand um if anybody is interested you know i've got i think there's a like a little guide on our site where they can learn how to do this kind of thing which is called de-armoring releasing the protective guard so that you can start to feel there are so many things that you can do like there's so many things that you can do it's um just going to be dependent on what you're comfortable with and the important thing is that you honor yourself wherever you um get to Yes. Could you point to a couple more resources on your site that I can then link to in the show notes for people who like to begin? Yes. Um, If you are just starting out, like we have free guides, we have um, how to find your C-spot. And then we have the initiation journey, which is a really gentle, um, a gentle, uh, deep uh, experience of, um, of healing and awakening pleasure and the, and the lover inside of us. And then the journey will just continue. Um, watch out for, I'll be doing, um, there's so much free, there's so many free videos on my Instagram site. If anybody's interested, I, I share so much on there for free. So go, go there. Um, if you feel like you are just kind of emotionally triggered and finding it difficult to connect with yourself, connect with your emotions, relationship stuff is kind of sideswiping your ability to feel safe in your body than the self-partnership which is essential for you know this as well so it's all on my site um but the free stuff yeah the guides are there 
uh, there's one called um, about interstellar lovemaking, which is cool. Um, and the free videos on Instagram, I'm sure there'll be heaps there for people to look at. Brilliant. Thank you, Olivia. I'll link to all of those in the show notes. You know, I have 8 million questions to ask you, but it feels like a nice place to um, gently close the conversation is to talk a bit about surrender. Mm. Because I think surrender is a, a word that gets thrown around and it's sort of lost, lost meaning. Yeah. And it also feels to me at this point in my life, it's not something that you can actually do. It's something that happens. And I that came to me through my birthing experience, which right. where I was sort of preparing myself to surrender and let go and surrender and let go. And then eventually the experience took o- took over me and I became surrender was what yes. there aren't really words to describe it, but that's what I'd say happened. And I know there's a you speak about it and there's a big connection between surrender and the cervix and the awakening of the cervix. So could you speak yeah. to your experience of surrender yeah gosh that word used to trigger me so much I'd be in this workshop they'd be like just surrender surrender I'd be like what do you mean and it always has just before like just surrender as if it's the easiest thing just surrender surrender I know I know I know like as if being completely relaxed and natural was easy Um, yeah, so surrender in the nervous system is that dorsal vagus. It's like deep immobilization on the safe, safe side. So it is, it is actually in your nervous system. So you do have to, there is a journey to get there. There is like this place in your brain that, you know, you needs to, things need to happen in your brain, um, based on what's happening with your breath and your emotional world and you're feeling safe and, and and the focus, you're like, I teach a lot on, in our fun in Rapture, which is the third program I teach on surrender and surrender. It's a, it's a very, it's a, actually a very deep, very deep teaching. Um, and I, I try, I won't be able to share like the entire depth of it, but I think the way to say it is you are no, you are no longer kind of like micro focused on like you know how how is this feeling how am I feeling am I am I getting there am I getting there you know that's definitely not surrender you're not even focused just on the sensation the that you're feeling though that's a part of it your whole experience of your sense your senses have moved into like um all of your senses have become one it's like your brain isn't fixated on one thing it's like everything has kind of opened up your, all of your senses have just become one and you can, you're in a, in this state of absolute receiving through them. And that kind of focus, like open focus and openness to receive is what surrender feels like to me because I'm not thinking anymore right so think about even surrender as not just i'm like the starfish relaxed but it's like i'm just in the absolute flow of the moment like i'm in an inner flow state i have surrendered to the 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 thing that's happening that i like you said i am the thing that's happening there is no me anymore 
right? So like you're in a complete state of release. You just became the birth. You became birthing. You become orgasm. It's the same. You know, this work was inspired by the orgasmic birthing movement. A lot of the practices come from the birthing movement, from that movement. So it's it's the same. And I know that's that's not that helpful for people who have no context of the greater, like all of it. I think the best thing that you can that I can say is just you know stay absorbed in the experience. Don't worry about having to think about surrendering. Just absorb yourself in 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 the amazing, beautiful things that are occurring with all of you. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you, Olivia. Oh, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. Um, thank you for sharing your some of the resources. I think people will have a sense of where to go next if they feel awakened by this conversation, yeah. like I do. Um, is there any final word that you'd like to share, perhaps for someone who is feeling really intrigued by this and wants to take a next step or yeah some final words you'd like to share yeah I mean I guess what I I guess I guess what I who I want to speak to is the people who feel like oh I'm you know this you know this isn't for me or this is too big for me and I just want to say you know that that was me once you know like once I was like this in this experience it would never happen to me. I just, I see other people having, having that experience and I'm broken or I'm inadequate or I'm, you know, just, you know, not wired the right way. And I would say like, if this is something that you really want to experience, hold this vision for yourself in the context of your entire lifetime, like just hold this vision, like, you know, in the in 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 this lifetime, I'm going to walk this path of growth of ev- and evolution, and see what opens up to me, and see what I can 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 uncover, and see what I can feel, and let that be enough. Like, you know, I was always prepared. Like, I might never have this experience. I was actually really prepared for that, and I was okay with it because I started to get so much richness from the journey itself. So 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 hold this, you know you know, rather than being like, you know, I really want to have an, a cervical orgasm. And so you, you know, you start the practices and you've been doing it for a week, you've been doing it for five weeks, you've been doing it for, you know, a couple of months and you're like, I haven't had a cervical orgasm. It's all over. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. Like frame it in the, in the, in the context of a life over a lifetime. Like, think about it like this. This is, this is where I'm standing is a spiritual path right? This is not like a quick thing. It's like, this is a path of devotion to yourself, to, to self-love, no matter, no matter what happens. It's like, I'm in, I'm in no matter what happens. So, so I think that's what I want to say is like, you know, this work can meet you wherever you're at, but it's up to you to be, to, to, to hold the level of desire, commitment, you know, like vision for it. Um, and 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 come in where you're at, and it's it's in, it's enough. Yeah. Even if you feel like you're the most shut down person, you know, it's like we we move we move over time. Wow! Thank you for joining me today for that immense conversation with Olivia. 
Thank you for being part of the community gathered around this work and for being part of this movement to honour, to name and honour and dignify the wisdom and the intelligence of our bodies. I'm really looking forward to being back with you again next week. And until then, keep living life according to your own brilliant rhythm. <laughs>